Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ugly, the podcast, as hosted by me, Tilly Tillsville, whatever you want to call me, and I say that stuff every episode. But anyway, moving on. Today's episode is going to be about how to grow confidence or just confidence in yourself in general, because I've been told by so many people that I've changed so much as a person in terms of the way I look, the way I am, the people that I'm around, since I'm going to say June, July, mainly since July it started, but I wanted to talk about the ways that I've gone about to grow this self-confidence that have changed my life completely and brought me opportunities and just changed me as a person for the better. So let's get into it. A quick side note while I have you all here, if you want to hear more episodes, I'll be posting weekly. So feel free to turn the notifications on, follow this podcast or even rate it as well on Spotify. I started my journey in like growing this sense of confidence in the first year of university because I've always been an anxious person but I would say from January 2023 I experienced like a horrendous case of anxiety where I would call my dad every single night not even crying but I'd just be so feel so stressed about and I would have nothing going on there'd be nothing going on at all but I would feel like the world is bloody like caving in and I tried tablets I tried medication but nothing was really working and I didn't realise why I was so anxious was because there were things that I could pinpoint to fix and to change in my life that ultimately helped me get over this sense of anxiety. I still have anxiety, of course, but it is nowhere near as bad as it was. But it was from January onwards, I would say. And the reason why I started to get over this anxiety and self-doubt in myself was that I picked apart things that could possibly be causing this. It could have been friendships that I was in, could be people that I was tied to, could be the way that I dressed or the way that I did my makeup, the way that I physically looked may have caused that anxiety. So I didn't necessarily write them down, but at one point I'd do journal entries and I'd write down kind of the way that I felt before I went to bed. And it ultimately came down to three things. The people I surrounded myself with, the actions that I was repeating in my life, and three was the way that I looked. And I know that everyone should be happy and confident in themselves, but everybody, of course, has those times where they do feel negative about the way they look, or they may think back to the way they looked at a specific point in their life, and they're like, oh my god, I looked so much better. Or the concept of comparison, where I fell back on my own mental health advice, and I wasn't listening to myself, to the point where I was comparing myself to other people at university or other people online. And because I'm such an ambitious person as well, another fourth point was the fact that I was like, oh my God, you're not succeeding in anything, blah, 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 whatever. So on the steps to kind of build this self-confidence and grow as a person, I realised that if I wanted to get over this anxiety and I wanted to move on as a person and become the person that I want to be, I have to practice the person that I want to be. And this is the my favourite bit of advice I've ever read in my life is practice who you want to be. And that means who you surround yourself with, what you wear, what you eat, what you read, what you watch. Every single little thing about your day-to-day routine is dependent on who you want to be. So that kind of four-step routine that I needed to fix in my life in order to get over this anxiety and become the person I wanted to be began with me cutting off people from my life or changing my scenery of friends or people that I surround myself with. And that changed my perspective on life because you are who you hang out with, I believe. I always say to my friends that 
I don't know, if I am not really a fan of someone because they aren't a nice person to me, if they hang out with someone that I like, that shows me that that person is similar because to enjoy someone's company is to be similar to them or enjoy their company or be okay of their views. So I started to change the people that I hung out with. I actually mainly hung out with my parents at this point. However, I hung around with the right people because even if it was my parents, and that sounds a little bit sad, my parents are incredibly hardworking, determined and happy people. So therefore that reciprocate, reciprocate, what's the word? Reciprocate, reflected, there we go. First, first, what's it called? Illiterate moment. Shut up. Anyway, that reflected onto the person that I was being because I was surrounding myself with people that I wanted to be like. And I'm not saying like, if you want to be the most successful in person in the world, go and try and be friends with Alan Sugar because honestly, I would be very surprised if you did that. But, you know, fair play if you did. But surround yourself with people that you want to be like or people that encourage you to be the best version of yourself. Because if you're surrounding yourself by people that, I don't know, for example are constantly drinking or doing drugs or constantly self-destructing, so are in a state of self-destruction, then of course you're going to fall to that because that's what you see. That's every single outlook on your life is those people. So even if you don't copy them, you're surrounded by negative energy and this negative block on becoming who you want to be. I could put a lot of okay, maybe not a lot of money, maybe like some some money on the fact that every single person that's listening to this episode right now has Pinterest. I obviously do, otherwise I wouldn't say that. But I love Pinterest so much in terms of growing confidence and changing as a person because I've got boards where it's like my dream house or my dream future, my dream job, the way that I want to look like, the things I want to wear or just the way that my dream life will look. And that's so important in growing confidence because leads me on to my step two of my journey was changing my day-to-day actions. So if I wasn't very much a confident person and I was already struggling with my anxiety and the people that I was surrounded with, I knew that day-to-day, okay, as much as I could cut people off and that'd be brilliant, I also need to put in effort in myself, put in the effort that you would put in with friends or relationships or... I don't know, you know when you see people online and it's like clean girl aesthetic or like my day-to-day routine as a Pilates mum, love that, but put that energy into yourself. I think that when I was at university in first year and the reason why I was so down and so anxious in myself and I didn't have any confidence was because I wasn't treating myself as like a high value person. I was almost just like getting through life. I was like surviving rather than living in a sense. I wasn't putting any effort into myself. I wasn't treating myself with kindness. I wasn't treating myself with the way that I looked. So I'd wake up late. I would literally go to university, come back, stay in bed all day, not read, not watch anything or not do anything to kind of better myself. And I was like, at the end of the day, I'd call my dad crying, being anxious. And he'd be like, okay, what have you done today? And I'd be like, oh, actually nothing as it goes. So my next step was to change my day-to-day routine and almost feel uncomfortable to get in the state of comfortability in myself and confidence in myself if I knew that I was putting in a hundred percent effort with myself of course I'd be a confident person because I can't fault anything about myself if I'm trying my best but because I wasn't trying my best and I wasn't putting in this effort with myself I was really low in confidence because I was like god you don't even try with yourself how could you be in a great friendship or a great relationship if you won't even take the time to look after yourself. So I changed my day-to-day actions and my routine 
to reflect this self-love that I could give myself because I've got a lot of love and I could give it to lots of people. However, I've chose to be slightly selfish in order to be confident and give that love to myself. So my first and foremost priority, of course, other than my family, is myself and looking after myself and treating myself and giving myself all of this. How many times have I just said myself? Giving myself anything that I could possibly desire. Obviously, I'm not talking about like a Birkin because obviously I'd love to buy myself a Birkin. But I mean, as in figuratively, figuratively, Jesus, figuratively doing a skincare routine. Even if that skincare routine costs me £10, I'm still doing something to make myself feel good about myself. Even if it's simply just like a longer shower or I don't know, a hair a hair mask. How's that say hair care mask? A hair mask or I don't know, going for a walk. Do something that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable to feel good about yourself, to know that you are doing something for yourself out of self-love. It kind of leads me on to my next point, which was step three, was because I was low in confidence in the way that I looked and of course I said at the start that I'm such a big advocate for people feeling confident in the way that they look and being accepting of the way they look and being kind to themselves but because I was in this state of like self-deprecation because of who I surrounded myself with and what I was consuming media wise or like the lack of what I was consuming media wise I had no confidence in my looks because I wasn't recognising the fact that I was turning into a person that I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be that person anymore. And it was around May, April time that I started to realise that I wanted to dress a little bit classier and simpler clothes that had like an elevated effect onto my body type. I wanted to take out my piercings because I wanted to then grow my hair longer and look a certain way. And that's not a bad thing to know what you want to look like. I know that it may sound superficial, but even collecting Pinterest boards or watching movies for inspiration of like beauty icons. I've always loved Bridget Bardot. I think she's absolutely a beautiful woman. However, I've also always loved Marilyn Monroe. So then I realised when I started to be low in confidence of the way I looked, I was like, okay, try new things. And I'm not saying like dye your hair with black box dye, which I actually did. But you know what? We're not going to talk about that because I don't have any pictures from that time in my life. (laughs) However, experiment with things. When it was like April, May, is it May before? No, it's not May. No, May's not before April. Anyway, April, May time. I was trying out different makeup routines. I was trying out different hair lengths or, I mean, figurative, I didn't actually cut it. Uh, Hairstyles. I was trying out different clothing styles different um I don't know playing with things that I could control which was my looks the way that I present myself to the world and you don't have to do anything for anyone I was doing this all for myself because I knew that part of my anxiety was the fact that I didn't look the way that I wanted to I was being someone that I wasn't so I started experimenting with things and I was like okay took my piercings out and then I I don't know dyed my hair so it was more of a natural ginger I wore a little bit more makeup on the weekends or a little bit less makeup on the weekdays like I found my makeup routine I found my type of clothes but that all came out of feeling uncomfortable trying new things because you're not going to achieve your dreams if you don't put yourself in I don't know a bad not a bad situation in a scary situation or that's the same thing anyway 
But try new things, experiment with things, because I would never know now what my clothing style was if I just continued to dress the way I did at the start of this year. I think that I've changed so much as a person because I drastically changed myself as a person, if you know what I mean. I took all my piercings out, changed the way I did my hair, and now everyone's like, oh my god, you look so different. And I'm like, thank god, because I have been so uncomfortable for quite a long time to be able to be comfortable and confident in myself now. So obviously now I've come to the end of this like step journey thing and I would say this is around July where I started to, I don't know, emulate all the things that I'd been doing to kind of change, change around my anxiety and change around this like low sense of confidence. And the way that I have become so, I'm not so confident in myself because obviously we all have those times where we feel a little bit self-conscious or I don't know, self-depreciating day to day. But the way that I have become confident is truly the mindset of I don't care. I genuinely couldn't care what someone thinks about me or someone says about me because I have the mindset of one, if they don't say it to my face, then they haven't said it at all. Like I don't want to hear it from someone if they don't say it to my face. Two is that I don't care if someone thinks about what I'm wearing or they think I look weird or if they think I don't look very nice or if they don't like what I'm wearing or if they don't like me as a person, because I know that I would treat everyone I come across with kindness and I'm a good person, I'm not a mean person and I wear what makes me happy. I do my makeup the way it makes me happy. I do my hair the way it makes me happy. So if I'm putting myself in a position where I'm happy with every single aspect of myself, I don't care what people think about me because I'm, I've been in a state of unhappiness when I was a bit of a people pleaser where I would wear what everyone else around me was wearing so I didn't wear like where I kind of like what not let's not stood in fitted in and I was quite quiet so that I didn't like dare embarrass myself in front of these people who are really judgmental so I've been in that state of discomfort and being someone that I'm not so now that I've been true to myself and I'm acting the way that I want to act and I'm wearing the things I want to wear finally I don't care if someone has to say anything about it because it makes me happy it doesn't affect them I'm not being mean to them I'm not damaging their life I'm simply just wearing what I want to wear and being true to myself so I'm going to stay doing that and be happy about it and continue on with my day you truly have to and it's hard to do because when I first started not caring about what people think thought think, thought, I think, I don't know, I felt this kind of sense of like, oh god, is this cringy, is this embarrassing, is this, are gonna, people gonna think I'm big-headed because I don't care what people think, no, I've spoke to my dad so much about this and my dad has always said, he was like, you have to be selfish in life and selfish doesn't mean being mean, literally, selfish could literally mean that you wear what you want to wear that might make another person unhappy, I don't know, you could wear a really gorgeous gold dress to literally McDonald's, obviously people are going to stare and be like, oh, what the hell is she wearing? Why is she wearing that here? If you're happy, wear it. We literally live on a rock, right? Who sent me something the other day? And they were like, this reminds me of you. And it was just a quote about a rock. And I was like, how many times do I say that? I don't even know. I need to keep count now. But do what makes you happy. And if that makes someone else unhappy, as long as you're not hurting them, carry on. Because if wearing an outfit that someone else doesn't like makes them unhappy, then that's something that they need to work on themselves. Clearly, they don't have enough confidence in themselves, so they have to take it out on someone else that's doing what they want to do. I only really thought of this actually today, 
and this is not even like a new thought I'm not like original or anything but I just thought of today like you are no what you do in your alone time reflects how you are in a group setting or when you're around other people for example when I was depressed I would be in my room just by myself and I'd be crying and I'd be feeling bad about myself and I would be really hating on myself really so when I was in a group setting the following day I'd be really quiet and I'd just be really like, oh, I don't even want to be here type thing because I was had no competence myself. So I was like, why should I be sat in a group setting and say something? Because clearly other people don't care if I don't even care to listen to myself. I'm just sat in silence. Now, when I have time to myself and time alone, I love it so much because I'll constantly be doing something that reflects the way that I feel. Even if that is just on my phone for like 20 minutes or however long, that's what I want to do. I just want a little bit of quiet. However, now what I'll try and do is like, if I'm not doing anything or if I don't have anything to do, instead of going on my phone and going on TikTok all day, I'll go on Pinterest and make a new board. I'll read a book, even if it's like, I don't know, I took Harry Potter out to read the other day and I didn't feel very mysterious. Like I usually feel mysterious when I take a book out to read at a coffee shop. I took Harry Potter out and I was like, oh God, this I don't look very intellectual. But equally, I don't care. You know, I'm reading Harry Potter because it makes me happy. So what? Take out a book or when you've got alone time, say if you're, you have like a favourite TV show, watch that. I love films and I'm watching The Crown at the moment, actually. I'm not even a big TV person. But because I love fashion, I'm almost taking inspiration from The Crown's um, outfit choices and styling choices to put into inspiration for my uni work, for example. I don't know, it's giving like Barbara Ganny collaboration, which was amazing, by the way. I really want that collection. The leopard print coat from Ganny and Barber. Oh my God. I don't know how much it is. I think it's like 500 quid. It's definitely more than 500 quid, let's be real. But you get to take influences and inspiration from being artistically inspired. I went to watch Saltburn the other day. Oh my God. I knew I'd bring up Saltburn somehow in one of these bloody episodes. I watched Saltburn the other day, right? It was a little bit weird, but like I wasn't as shocked as everyone else was. But actually my friend said she was like, gay people didn't find it shocking. So I was like, okay, right, I get that now. But I was artistically inspired. Maybe not by the bathtub scene, but even so, like it was, it was strange, but it was something new, thank God. So I was artistically inspired and I went home And I thought about like, wow, what an amazing film. Let me analyse it. And because I was artistically inspired, I then went home, did a film review. The first film review that I've wrote in over a year. And it is so true that what we do in our alone time reflects how we are as a person when we're with other people. Because I was artistically inspired by that film and I wrote a review, I made a new friend and in the coffee shop she was talking about Saltburn and we started talking about it. And for like an hour we were just chatting about like the was it the gothic influences of it and we were talking about like the styling choices like I watched Emerald Fennell's uh video where she spoke about the linen on Jacob Elordi like if you're in love with someone you can only usually see their body and you could see his whatever how have I gone off maybe I should start doing film reviews to be honest <gasps> wait that's kind of a good idea no one's listening let's be real I'm such a massive big believer, massive big believer, such a big believer in fake it till you make it. Because in the past, the way I'd been treated by people in my little history, my little past, was that I 
you're not a pretty girl, you're not that intelligent, you shouldn't really speak about much because you don't know anything as a woman, you should wear less weird clothes because it's kind of off-putting and it's kind of strange, like, people will stare and that's not really that attractive. I was reflecting and emulating the way that I felt in past treatments by old friends or old people in my life. But then I kind of realised, I was like, hang on a minute, you are pretty, you are intelligent, you do have good things to say, you can talk about your passions and you can wear whatever the hell you want. Why are you letting people from your past dictate how confident you are in yourself? And the reason why I was low in confidence was because I was listening and taking in the things that people were saying about me or the things people were telling me to do. So I was like, okay, don't wear this. But when I don't wear, and I feel like if you like fashion, you'll listen to this, or even if you like you're, you don't even care about fashion, you will know this, is that when you're wearing an outfit that you feel cool in, you feel so comfortable, and I feel so much more at ease going with my day. However, where I'm, when I'm wearing an outfit that is kind of, is not my style, it's a little bit more muted down, it's a little bit more basic, and there's nothing wrong with basic at all. But the other day I wore out gym leggings, like the Lululemon jacket and trainers and like a little crossbody bag looked really cute. My mum loved it, but I had never felt so uncomfortable in my life because it's just not what I would choose to wear. Wear what the hell you want to wear. Don't listen to what people have to tell you. And when I started to kind of rebel against past treatments that I've had by people and I started to kind of listen to myself, I did gather that kind of it wasn't even from like a rebellious attitude, but it, I did gather that sense of like, I don't care what people think about me. I'm just going to go about my day and do what I want. I was really confident because I was walking in the street and even if people would stare at me, I'd be like, I don't care. I literally don't care. Even if I did feel a little bit uncomfortable, because obviously it's not nice when people stare. I was like, no, like just stick with it. Wear, wear this outfit out, be a little bit uncomfortable, but do it so that you can just say in your head to those people, oh, fuck off. You know what I mean? because it's really not that serious. Within three seconds, that person's walked past you and you'll probably never see them again. You know what I mean? But at least you've gone out and you stayed true to yourself. But self-confidence derives from not caring what people think and caring more about your opinion above anyone else's. I, as much as I value my dad's opinion and value my mum's opinion primarily in my life, I also believe that I should listen to myself more and that's something I'm trying to do. So when I want to go about my day and I'm feeling a bit low in confidence I'm like no no no. listen to what you want to do today listen to your opinion about yourself if you are trying your best and you're putting a hundred percent into yourself doesn't matter if you haven't put a hundred percent into other people doesn't matter if you haven't put a hundred percent into work ethic as long as I'm trying my best I'm confident in everything that I do fake it till you make it is so important in gathering confidence and becoming the person that you want to be because in my head I'm like okay so the dream version of myself she's a high value woman she works hard she looks good she's going to be successful she or she is successful whatever she is successful she's rich she's wealthy she's happy she's content she's gorgeous so I need to try and act that way even if I'm not you know what I mean me individually I'm not rich I don't have like tens of hundreds of thousands in my bank account right now but my dream self does. My dream self has millions, actually. Um, but my dream self does. So when I would go out into a social setting, even if it was just going to the pub, I would hold myself as this high value woman so that once I stepped into that place, I was like, okay, 
this person, say, for example, say this hasn't happened, but if I was in a relationship with a guy and he was treating me like crap, I would leave because I'm like my dream version of myself. She wouldn't stay. She wouldn't need anyone. Or if there's someone that's treating you badly or if you're walking through the pub and people are staring, I always just think in my head, I'm like, I look good. My dream version of myself wouldn't care what other people think about them. Have I just gathered a cold mid-episode? To gain an immense sense of self-confidence and being confident in yourself doesn't matter if you go out and you haven't got any makeup on and your hair's messed up and your outfit is like your pyjamas and a pair of Uggs. Self-confidence is not caring what people think and valuing your own opinion above anyone else's. I walk into a room and I don't care if I look like crap. I'm like, no, I am a great person. I'm pretty, I'm intelligent, I'm successful. Even if I'm not at that very moment, I will be in the future tense. So don't care what anyone thinks because we live on a rock, first and foremost. Second of all, you are what you consume. And I don't mean that food-wise because why the hell, like, of course, consume whatever you want to consume in however much quantity you want. However, in terms of consuming media and literature and poetry or writing or anything to do with pictures or words, you know, that sounds really basic, but you are what you consume is so true. When I was depressed, all I was listening to was really sad songs, right? Fair enough. You know, we all go through it. Everyone loves a bit of Phoebe Bridges, all right? Don't come at me here. But you are what you consume in terms of media. So when I feel most confident in myself is when I'm gathering inspiration boards on Pinterest of what I will look like when I'm older, because in my head, I'm speaking it into existence. And I'm like, I will look like this. I will have this house. I will work here. I will have this job. This is the life that I'm going to live. And this is what it looks like. That is the media that I'm consuming. Another form of media I'm consuming is the TV shows that I watch, the films that I watch, I deliberately try and watch more things where it'll either artistically inspire me or inspire me, motivate, that's the same word, or motivate me in some sort of sense, right? And it's hard to do because it's like, of course, you can find a really sad, depressing film artistically inspiring, I don't know, or I could watch, oh, what's that film called with, um, oh my god this is so annoying it's with the director of barbie and oh my god greta gerwig in nope i can't think of it i'll find it after but that's like a kind of a sad kind of depressing film but it's really artistically inspiring me because it's reminiscent of kind of 1960s cinema anyway moving on right um you are what you consume even if that's the people around you i'm not saying like consume people around you is that like the right word I don't know but surround yourself with the right people and consume the right forms of media don't try and consume or over consume this kind of negative like magazines for example that our parents probably grew up with with like diet culture and all this celebrity gossip in of course that's not good for their mental health because it's telling you one thing and you're not reflecting that image whatever consume more poetry more literature more artistically inspiring films or positive outlook tv shows i can give you so many examples if you want an example please feel free to message me but just try and take in as much positivity or just as much kind of creativity as you can because creativity is like the pinnacle of happiness to me because anything that's artistic 
I love because I'm like I want to see your art like to my friends I'm like I want to see the art you make I want to see the poems that you write I want to see the outfits that you come up with because I want a different perspective on every single bit of life whether it's someone's outfit from the middle of Italy or someone's outfit from the middle of Japan I want to see these different perspectives of art in my life because that is the thing that's going to creatively inspire me and then change me as a person and then become confident in myself If I could leave you on anything, it's practice who you want to be and don't care what people think. Because I've only gained the sense of self-confidence once I stopped caring what people thought about me. Because once I stopped caring what someone thought about me in, in the street, I started to wear the outfits I wanted to wear. I wanted to start trying out these weird makeup looks or like slicking my hair into like really spiky buns like eight of them on my head I'll wear that out I don't care I'll wear I wore like a forehead of rollers in my tiny little town out the other day had no makeup on and I just like just went out in my pajamas because I just thought I literally don't care we live on a rock and are you gonna have a brilliant bouncy blow dry later on no but I will so and I'm glad I did because I did have great hair that day but anyway don't care what people think if Sandra at 48 years old down the road doesn't like how weird your outfit is for three seconds of her day so is she your dream person no is she the best fashion mogul in the world no equally is your mum no so why do you care you know what I mean if people at your school don't like what you're wearing on non-school uniform day so you're if you're happy and you're confident in wearing it and you feel the most of like yourself when you're wearing it wear it Once you stop caring about people's opinions, you start to value your own more and therefore become more confident because you listen to yourself more. Thank you so much for listening and I hope the next bloody room you walk into, you literally take each corner of the walls and you own it because you are a beautiful, amazing, intelligent and inspiring person and don't let anyone make you think otherwise, even yourself. Love you.